Welcome to Best Threesome Ever, a podcast discussing all things revolving around nerdy pop culture. Probably not what you were expecting, but it's just as fun. Now here are your hosts, Nick, Rob, and Kevin. Remember the time you were going to bring us stuff? Um... <laughs> fuck! <laughs> fucking fucking fuck! It's on my nightstand! <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm guessing you don't have it. Uh, I'm going to fucking drink this. I just want you inside me, doctor. All right, here we go. Best threesome ever, episode 128, brought to you by Heroic Goods and Games and Jaybird Wines. I, of course, am Nick. That's Nick. I'm Rob. That's Rob. I'm Kevin. That's Kevin. I'm Nick. Yeah. Ah, gotcha. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Full circle. Jerk. Oh, what? That was weird. Just right off the bat, kids. Right off the bat. Here we go. Gonna uh, be in for another sassy one. Do we expect any different from this group? I mean, really? Does anyone have any whiskey for this Mountain Dew? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's why Mountain Dew was invented. Yeah, I know. I did actually know that one. Yeah, you you would not think it would be good, and and Jameson especially, right? I, I feel is the best whiskey to mix with it. Uh, but I I tried it for the first time just on a whim because I'm like, well, this is gonna be terrible, and then it I, it's like a beam of heaven came oh. down on me. <laughs> And uh, I started calling it my go juice. Nice. Uh, oh. When I worked at Fest, I mixed oh, it with sure. uh, bubbly this weekend. It was pretty past weekend. It was pretty good. Uh, and then I also discovered that over Christmas, I discovered that Jameson and eggnog are very good together. Oh, I believe uh, that. I've, uh, I've been doing a fireball and eggnog, and it oh, is just yeah. it is top marks. Cannot recommend enough. Right. So if you want uh, Christmas drinks, come come. Maybe we'll maybe we'll start doing a recommended nerdy. Drink list or something. Oh, that'll be uh, that will be a side effect of of my uh, my my upcoming urgery. What's that? Oh, your I will alcohol be tolerance lightweight. <laughs> <laughs> Party for cheap. Give, give Kevin the old green and he'll, uh, oh, <laughs> one shot. I'll be like, well, I'm good. <laughs> oh no, this stuff is so alcoholic. <laughs> is it is it all alcohol? Is there anything in there that's not? Um, alcohol? I, well, I mean, I, I tend to make a mixed drink out of it using uh, like lemonade or something okay. like that. Okay. But um, like the the jug I was carrying around was just pure green. Yeah. So for listeners that are not familiar, Kevin uh, has a specialty drink that dr- <laughs> specialty drank. Uh, that he made for himself called Green. Literally just called Green. I really want to like, try and market it one day. Yeah. And has not shared the recipe with anybody. Nope. Which is to. Which is absolutely fine. But it is. I no. can tell you from experience, it is delicious. I think, it's also sorts and of... For any you, of you Star Trek fans out there, it is green. <laughs> yep. I think you told me once that it's like uh, five or six varieties of alcohol. Uh, just three. It's just three? Just okay. three. Was that what you were drinking on stage our last show? We had green in your... You guys were drinking a lot of things on I stage during that last Specifically in his uh, in your in your shots. Oh, who remembers? I don't know. Not me. I know I was I, drinking James. I might have been. I think I might have brought brought it to as kind of a her going away hurrah thing. Gotcha. Speaking of which, uh, my roommate finally gave me the video that he filmed from way in the back. Like, <laughs> oh. just, he's like, "Oh, by the way, I have this." I'm like, "Oh, <laughs> thank you." Five years, <laughs> three or four years, four later. years. But yeah. Uh, so I haven't watched it yet, but I'm sure it'll be fine. I'm curious to share it with me. I would love to see. I it. would. I will as soon as I put it on my. Computer. I guess it was for mm-hmm. yeah. 2017. Yep. Mm-hmm. 2017. <laughs> like 2020, just like because we didn't have fest, it sort of like blurs for me. Yeah. That's I, weird. I felt on one of the fest pages, I opened a, 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 a the clouds for some people when they were like, I, it, "This isn't the fiftieth year because I skipped a year." I'm like, think I go think of it more like seasons, like a, like a show, 
and I said it's its fiftieth season, which makes sense because if you skip a season, it doesn't fucking matter. Well, but fiftieth season, and we call them seasons anyway. We like, do because we're theater people. Well, but it's on the marketing. Is it, I thought it yeah. just says fiftieth year. No, it's it, twenty. Uh, well, in the past, it said like twenty eighteen season or twenty nine. Teen season, season, right? But it doesn't yeah. refer to the how many seasons it's been open. No, that's true. It doesn't refer to like fiftieth season. Right, it 50th refer, it, yeah. They call it the fiftieth anniversary right. year. So but, I was trying to help some people out. Yeah, no, like, but I know. I feel like in the marketing, they've used the term season a couple times. I don't know. Right, fifty years. I've been going to it for close to forty. Thirty-three. Yeah, consecutively too. Obviously, except for the one that we I missed. Because I missed a few years between like 8 and 12 or so. Mm. I was going to say, for me, it's somewhere between 16 and two, um, 15 and 19 is where I missed that time. Uh, yeah, I went... I was doing bad kids stuff. <laughs> I went all the time when I was a kid. It was like our family thing, and then I just kind of continued. And like there are some seasons where I went like only like once. Because uh, I was some poor college student, but I remember the one time I went with a girlfriend and, like, you know, poor college kids that we were that fuck, all we ate were like pickles and like yep <laughs> lemonades. And, sounds right. Uh, yeah, it was. You're gonna have to expand that one a little bit. It was super tight on me. But yeah, uh, I don't know. Fest is still. I still like it. Um, so yeah. Uh, where should we start? Oh, I suppose we start with the big news, which kind of wasn't really a surprise, but uh, Dave Filoni was named as executive creative director for Star Wars, Lucasfilms. Okay. Yep. It was kind of surprising. It was very much expected. Right. Yeah. So it's kind of like, okay. Like, it was like, oh, look, he made it. It's like, yeah. Of course he did. Yeah, of course he did. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, he's proved he has a passion for it. It's, it's, it's. His deepest love, he clearly absolutely. has respect for it, and I think he'll, he'll do good things with it. I yeah. think he will, too. I, I think absolutely. Um, everybody knows I love the sequel trilogy, despite some of their flaws, right. um, but I, I adore them. But I think uh, under Filoni, it would have been a little bit more cohesive of a story. Yeah. yeah, I agree. I definitely agree. And he and he's brought some great new characters into the, the universe. I mean, he fucking... Yeah. Mando is, and, but he even wants to like he wants to keep going with some of the the sequel stuff. Yeah. Like he's talked about putting Ray into another movie, not centered around her, but right. Oh sure, a yeah. little guest appearance type thing, or, or maybe out. like a supporting character. Yeah, like a I mean, black. Same way, you know, the, the same way Luke comes in and right. Spoiler alert: <laughs> uh, Luke comes in and saves the day at the end of Mandalorian. And did, did you yeah. read the? I don't know if it was, it was a post or something, but it was about uh, Moff Gideon's reaction to Luke. Oh, yeah. Oh, I saw that. It was yeah. super good. It was, uh, and like, yeah. I get it too. Yeah. Like, as far as this dude knows, like, he, the Emperor, and Vader go into one room together. Only <laughs> Luke comes out, like, alive. <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Basically, Batman of the Star Wars universe. <laughs> yep. <laughs> right? <laughs> Uh, the long story short, if people haven't seen it, it was pretty much a thing saying that Moff Gideon's reaction at the Mandalorian when he recognizes that it's probably Luke who's coming to get them. He's worried for his safety because, like Kevin said, it was he Moff. As far as Moff Gideon knows, well, I mean, not what we know because we know the true stories. But as far as Moff Gideon knows, three of them were in a room together, and only Luke walked out the survivor. So, you know, that's, uh, yeah. you know how the rumor mill goes. Imperial boogeyman. 
John right. Wick with a lightsaber. Yeah. Right. He escaped yeah. Jabba's sail barge and all this other stuff. Is, yeah. I mean, and he's practically an urban legend is right. what the post was saying. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It was, it, and it changes the very, I have to, I'm going to watch it again, and it, but it just changes that whole very end sequence. So, But like there, there are tiny little details that I wouldn't mind if he touched base on in, in projects like fucking how somebody got their hands on Luke Saber. Like, I think they went into it in a comic book, but I, I need to see it in some form because I, the Star Wars comic books are, I think, a little bit too much for me. Or like how fucking Boba Fett got out of the Sarlacc because all I have right now is a joke. <laughs> that he blasted his way out? Oh, Sarlaxative. I wish you guys could have seen my just deadpan, very serious delivery of that joke. Nick's going to have to edit, edit uh, all of this laughing. No, no. keep it in. No, why would I? God damn it. No. I earned that. That was fucking hilarious. Well, there is a story about how he did get out that he blasts his way out. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, I know there was in some in, of the, the no longer canon books. The legend. I read the I read the Mandalorian Wars or whatever it was called. Yeah. The, the comics, yeah, so did yeah, I. the the post Jedi ones, yeah, um, the what do they call it now? The Legend series, which yeah. the non canon stuff, which I've been reading and doing some more, a lot more research on like Jedi because I just I don't know, like the whole I, I understand where people, but uh, hmm, I understand where people get the flaw of uh, that Luke was said to be the last Jedi, but uh, like in my mind, it's always been that. Like I explained before, that I missed apparently missed for years now, misheard the, the what Yoda said to him that last of the Jedi, meaning there's more out there. They're just not necessarily Jedi Jedi, but they are definitely more out there. So like when the purge happened, that clearly there had to be some that did survive because there's there's no way that they killed them all because in the legend storyline. Vader literally went out after that and hunted Jedi, and that was the storyline. So I already, had already always assumed that, oh, there are more Jedi because the, the story said that that's what Vader did. Him and the, I don't think they were called Inquisitors at the time, but yeah, now they are. Now they are. Which also brings up the fact that, you know, with all the new projects, they just keep squeezing new Jedi that were somehow alive during the. During the original trilogy, they'll just stay the fuck out of it because we got, we got theoretically Cal now. We yeah. got uh, fucking that little twerp. Um, uh, Ezra Bridger. Yep. Uh, th- I guess in theory we have Mace Windu because there's now the rumor mill that they're going to try and squeeze him in somehow. <sighs> I'm not going to lie. I would be mad if I would be super mad. That's like, not, I, just kill him off. I mean, he had a great ending. He had a good story. Great Jedi. I don't like the fact that he was defeated so easily, being as as powerful as he they said he was, and that's and that's what they're going with. Like, well, he was in out the window, but he's powerful. Yeah, as much as I love Mace Windu, no, sorry, I'm gonna take a little from from a different uh, movie here. Uh, but uh, Mace Windu, he died like a bitch because he did. Mace Windu. Mace Window. <laughs> That's what you called him. That's what you just said. Yeah. I, I I thought it was on purpose. I did too. Well, yeah, because he goes through a window. Yeah. So Mace Window. Yeah. Mace Window. Yeah, like it. I did not do it on purpose. I didn't realize. Although again, another lightsaber that somebody probably could have found somewhere because it flew yeah. out the window as well. Yeah, so. and that's and 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 that was you know what I would have loved to have seen is is not Luke's blue one, which looked very much lost to the universe. I would have liked to have seen his green one. I would have liked to have seen Obi Wan's, which was yeah. left on the fucking. 
uh, Death, Star, Death Star, and you, and you know that that Darth Vader wasn't just gonna fucking keep that thing lying there on the floor. It was <laughs> yoink. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> keep it with his trophy. This is going to the trophy room. Mine. Yeah, or it, maybe it's in that room that Ray found, and then she just walked by it and <laughs> fucking forgot. It. I like the idea that he turns it on, goes back to his castle, and just plunges it in a rock face near where he fucking ate shit. As just sort of an ultimate fuck you to Obi Wan, that just like he puts it in like a sword in the stone type thing <laughs> next to like Wasn't on that, that also hill in Coder Two. Was it? I think so. Oh yeah, when your when your character is before the game starts, your character is kicked out of the Jedi Order, and they take their lightsaber and they plunge it into a, a wall or a bit of rock or something like that. Yeah. Oh okay. And this all all of my research start spawned off of this uh, uh, unaired. Uh, cut scene from episode two where you know where Obi-Wan goes to the library looking for whatever and talks to the Jedi librarian and I can't remember her name for the life of me but he's standing in front of a, a statue and, and as canon goes all those statues are the, the lost 20 which are the lost 20 Jedi who left the order one of them being Count Dooku and he's standing in front of Count Dooku's bust uh, and they have a very great conversation about um, how she really admired Count Dooku, and Count Dooku was actually a really, really good Jedi and really well-respected Jedi. Jocasta knew. Thank you. Uh, Jocasta knew, and uh, speaking about how Count Dooku was very well-respected and really didn't like what the Jedi Order was doing to the to the to the well to the Order uh, that the Council was doing because he felt like they were making them into something that they're not. And kind of playing into that whole, like, we're going to ignore some things. And, and then that led into this whole... Um, and, I mean, he he has a point, but then, you know, you, you sort of undo all of your... Uh, you sort of undo all of your credibility when you become a warlord. Right, exactly. But, and then he, you know, and obviously Dooku was Qui-Gon Jinn's master. Uh, or, mm. or Qui-Gon Jinn was his Padawan. And so that's why Qui-Gon Jinn was never on the council, because he kind of didn't like what they were doing as well and kind of fought him. And he didn't want to be on their council. Um, but then it led into a whole other thing about that the temple is actually on top of an old Sith uh, Sith place and the, the evil spirits and that actually that evil spirit of the Sith being there and them being, building a temple on top of it clouded their vision. Anyways, You're big an one evil thing. spirit. Sometimes. I'm, I'm bantering on. But anyway, so Dave Filoni. <laughs> uh, I would call that all related. Yeah. Yeah, it's all related. I mean, it was still tangents of drink, but I don't think we I don't think we broke away from the point. Right. But we didn't achieve the uh the ultimate goal of sticking on one topic for uh more than 10 minutes. It's a true story. Uh although which is another thing I liked about Dave Filoni speaking of Dave Filoni because with Bad Batch since he's the executive director and creator of Bad Batch, he brought in a character from Mandalorian in the most recent episode, which oh, I really cool. thought was really fun. You get to see a little bit more of a character we all, I think we all liked. Fennec. Mulan. Oh, Mulan. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, it was kind of fun to see her. Although, I'm, I'm, are you getting kind of, not bored with Bad Batch, but like it's just like we've seen this storyline before and just about any. I am thoroughly at my brim with prequel material. Yeah, sure. Uh I, we've seen everything there is to see between episodes one and four. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, well, I take that back. There is one thing they've they've never touched base on, and that is Anakin's 
Padawan Adventures. I was just going to say. We saw almost nothing of him from yeah. boy to adulthood. It's true. And that, I feel, would be way more fun to touch base on. Right. And then the, uh, but the, I, So I should say from between two and four, we've seen everything there is to see. I, I agree. Let's, let's go. I, I'm digging this between six and seven stuff, mm-hmm. and I want to see some post-nine stuff. Yep. Right. And then, you know, up until we get the the High Republic or whatever they're calling it. Right. Well, and then obviously with the introdu- introduction of probably, most likely, definitely Thrawn and uh, maybe another Jedi, fallen Jedi in the storyline. I doubt they'll put them in because they've taken bits and pieces of the legend storyline and have brought it back into canon, but I doubt they'll bring in the <laughs> Thrawn's advisor who was a big, powerful Jedi. Uh, whose name I can't remember, but he was on the cover of the book. He was a big, gray-bearded, Moses-looking dude putting his hands out. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember him. He was he was Thrawn's advisor. He was a great Jedi. Anyways. Hmm. So Dave Filoni. Just kidding. <laughs> uh, yes, Rob? Nope. Oh. Yeah? No. Going once, going twice. Okay, fine. Uh, this is going to maybe ruin our friendship. You didn't read any of the books? No, no, it's not. Well, no, I haven't, but that's besides the point. Okay. That's not what I'm getting at. Gotcha. Um, Grey Jedi is in the legend stuff, right? No. Grey Jedi, so then... That's more of a newer thing that was kind of brought about uh, with Mace because of... So they did... So it's not even technically canon. <sighs> there are, there are no canon Grey Jedi. The closest okay. we've gotten is Qui-Gon Jinn. Okay. Yeah, and then sort of, sort sort of Mace Windu because what it, when it kind of came about was when, so obviously they have all these Jedi's and all this stuff, and now they have to figure out these cool fighting forms and why they all have different fighting forms. So they just they develop these seven fighting. forms. And I think that's 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 forced head cannon. Absolutely. I, yep. I don't. There is nothing gray about Mace Windu. He's a he's a Jedi master for the Order. He is he is. Yeah. He is a Jedi. Uh, he is light side Jedi. It, Qui-Gon Jim was grayish because he, you know, had the whole Dooku. Right. Oh, you don't always have to do the Tilly. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, the only reason I say Mace... And, and then Ray. Yeah, definitely Ray. Um, the only reason I say Mace is because of the fact that he obviously... And then Finn. Part of the, <laughs> part of the, the fighting form that he has refers to going to some Sith training and doing some Sith things and believing in Sith... Using part of that as your fighting form, um, which is uh, called Vapod and all this stuff, and it's like channeling your, you know. So part of that is like that. Part of it is gray, and that's why I kind of say Mace. But I agree with you. Yes, there Qui Gon would be the closest. There was one instance of a gray Jedi who was brought up by name as a gray Jedi um, outside of just like books, and uh, taking it back to this. Kodor two, okay. Um, you meet sort of a hermit Jedi, and he is like, I am, I am in between. I am, okay. And like his like, because um, you know you do good acts and evil acts throughout the game as you see fit. Yep. But he is, you're not able to raise his morality above or below neutral. Mm. He's okay. always gray. Okay. Right. And then I guess another one, close one, would be Quinlan Vos, maybe because he was kind of that. Outspoken, kind of does his own thing. Who do who? What now? Yep, Quinlan Voss. I would need to see it. The name he, sounds. He's a dude. He's he's got a yellow saber, so you'd probably really like him. Pretty yeah. cool dude. He's mentioned a lot in the old canon stuff, uh, comic books mainly. He's got that 
uh, kind of got like uh, the white. Uh, there's a white mark across his face. Supposedly in episode one in the back in the background. Oh yeah 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 yeah. That yeah, dude yeah. yeah. And then and I'm mostly seeing his saber is green. It, it, there was a lot of yellow in, in there as well, depending on where you're. So. So sorry, you had a point about the great. Yeah, the the point I was gonna make, and this is the part where Did you, you hook I, up with Ventress. Yeah, this is the point where you and I are gonna disagree hard. Um, <clears throat> I honestly think at this point that the gray Jedi concept is a f- um, forced head cannon. Yeah, forced hand head cannon. Forced head cannon. Hey. Yeah. All right. All right. Now so, we're going again. How the fuck? So we're going again, and then okay. So I'll if just, you if we want to, I'll summarize real quick. Uh, so there's like five minutes missing from the recording because it stopped suddenly. <laughs> uh, but basically, what I was getting at for my concept of gray Jedi is the idea that um, everyone likes to pick the the concept, just like people who pick Slither Slytherin in in their as their Hogwarts house, but or pick out a, a, a Hogwarts house, uh, but there's got to be muggles and like not all of you are going to be Jedi and not all of you are going to be gray Jedi. Um, and it comes back to my personal feelings on American exceptionalism. Mm. Um, and, and, and the idea that like everyone can be their own special sort of cool which, that's absolutely true. It's just, your special sort of cool comes from the perceptions of people around you, not your personal perception of you. I think you're super cool, Nick, because you have all of this really smart tech knowledge that I don't think you think you have a ton of tech knowledge, but I don't think that's going to be something that you pick out as something that makes you cool. I guess. And, yes. and I think you're cool because you have all of this very cool tactical knowledge about... Uh, tactical stuff? Well, it was... Yeah. <laughs> but, like, y- you have things about... That's me. Keep okay. going. Sorry. Uh, you have things about you that make you cool that maybe you don't necessarily see, but the rest of us do. Okay. And so, like, at, at, at the end of the day, I feel like Grey Jedi is an example of American exceptionalism, and I don't think it's fair. So, so. If, so if the Slytherin are bad guys, then but they're taught at Hogwarts, right? Yeah. Yeah. But so. they're all dicks. Well, I get that, but I'm just trying to, like... So, well, obviously, there are... I mean, like... They're, they're, they're the frat in Animal House of okay. the rich kids okay. who are just yeah. assholes for the sake of being assholes. Yeah, right. so the, yeah that's, that's Slytherin. Okay. But the, Slytherin still go on like, into the wizarding world and do stuff. They're not all bank robbers. and Yeah, of course. Right. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're, all... they're, they're, of course, you know, Slytherins who outgrow their, their, their douchey childhoods. Or say, gotcha. Fuck you, mom and dad, to their douchey Slytherin-y parents. And, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, because Slughorn was a Slytherin, and oh, yeah. he was oh, yeah. a bit yeah. of a bastard, but he had a good heart. Took her six books to pick out a to pick out a character to finally redeem that group, though. Say that again. Sorry. Um, there you go. Took her. Yeah. No, you're gonna... Took her six books to write a character that was decent in the Slytherin house, though. Yeah, 
But there's an expansive universe out there that you could. I think. Hmm. I think that's why I think people just want to expand out of between like don't make me choose between good or bad, and so that's why I think the fan base created kind of the great Jedi's because it's like I kind of want to be both because that's because that's people. Yeah. yeah, that's people. That's because that's people, and it's like, but the the Jedi are you know they're flawed as well, and they can be flawed. They're not yeah. perfect, and. You can still be a Jedi. You don't have to be the greatest Jedi that ever lived, but you know you can still be a Jedi. There was a Jedi librarian. There was, but she was a pretty badass person back in her day, and she put up a pretty good fight at the end. And there's rumors oh. that she may have survived the. Again, oh, so she's dead. She's <laughs> dead. They're all dead. The only reason they the only reason they said that she may be alive is because they, she tried to get some kids out and got some kids out. But the funny part is, is that a lot of the people that did escape the Order sixty six were eventually eventually hunted down and killed by Vader and his Inquisitors. Which I think is funny because they're like, oh, these great Jedi, but they were killed by Vader and his Inquisitors. Okay, cool. I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised if she was the one who got Grogu out. Yeah, that would make and that, sense. Yeah, that would make sense. And would, but then she died. But then she died. Yeah. Yep. I just think she was hunted down by Vader. Eventually. I I still believe that uh, that Grogu was hidden in R two. I, I, <laughs> I love that. Uh, well, that's 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 my my theory because of there seemed to be a, like that was the thing that made Grogu turn around was R two D 2s beeps and whoops. And he, uh, there, to me, it looked like there was recognition, but you know, right. I think we've talked about. This. Or maybe R two saved him. Just so Dave Filoni. So Dave Filoni. Yep. All right. So, so <laughs> <laughs> well, moving on from that. What's next moving on the list? On from that. Speaking of people who ripped to that original slice of conversation, right. <laughs> right? So apparently, Kevin Smith is doing a Masters of the Universe uh, called Revelations, a new two part series on. Uh, Netflix coming oh, out. Oh, the July. He-Man series. Yeah, Masters yeah. of the Universe. Yeah, and it is—it's a continuation, it's a continuation of the original. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Um, Which makes me a little sad because that means it can't cross over with She-Ra. But I'll live, I guess. Wasn't She-Ra part of the original? I mean, it was. Yeah, they, but I'm talking about the new She-Ra show. The oh, new gotcha. She-Ra show has nothing to do with the old one. It's a reboot completely, so I never they can't cross over with. It's well, maybe they still could, but like it'd be weird. It would be weird. Uh, not back in the day, I never watched She-Ra, but I didn't no. know that they crossed over because they were supposed to be. Siblings or something? I don't remember. Were they siblings? Uh, maybe not. This whole time I thought they were pumping uglies. Maybe I don't know. Is I know it that the new Shira show hella gay. It's so gay. Okay, it's the gayest. That's what I, I thought. It. I always thought Tila was uh, was into women. I I do not remember enough about any of the original He Man. Uh, I don't remember a, a single full episode plot line. I remember visual snippets that kind of Same. enter my brain, but I couldn't tell you most of the characters. He-Man was never huge for me. Neither was G.I. Joe, really. G.I. Um, Joe and He-Man were mine. Transformers I loved. Yep. Ninja yep. Turtles I loved. Go-Bots. <laughs> <laughs> and, and unfortunately, Mask. I, I think I came up in the generation just after you guys, you so did. I've got... You did. Animaniacs, Tiny Toons, and like that was me too. Because I'm kind of the I'm yeah, the link the between the two of you. Yeah. yeah, and I like those too. I just you know I just at that point it was that, that was kind of the end of my like not childhood but kind of end of going into that stuff. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what you want to what the end of what it would be called, but uh, I do remember there was like some your formative cartoon years, right? That's uh, why I sort of like just missed the boat on like SpongeBob. <laughs> I mean, so did I though. Like I didn't get into SpongeBob, but then like I'm, I'm just on that cusp of, oh my god, I hate this term, geriatric millennial. 
It, uh, we don't use it. Uh, we use Elder Millennial in this house. Elder Millennial, yeah. El- Eliza coined it, and she was correct. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Elder Millennial. I saw another good one. Millennial. Nice. It's good. Um, but yeah, I, I'm just on that cusp of Elder Millennial. Uh, so I, I I represent the the older side of the mainstream millennial generation. <laughs> I feel like we're cutting it into too many sections <laughs> <Yeah>. now. <laughs> no, it is it is too many sections. You're an elder like, millennial. No, I'm I'm I mean I'm a mainstream millennial. I am. I am. Yeah, because it's um, eighty to eighty five is what's considered an elder millennial at this point, and I'm eighty seven. So mm. I'm. Well, I had because because of who we were as kids. Um, and our position in the world, um, we were uh, like our social status in the world being solidly middle or even just a little bit lower middle class. Mm. Um, everything was like a year behind for me. So like I got a Sega in 1994. Mm -hmm. It's not that far behind. I mean, I'm just saying, come on, nothing. Uh, 1990. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty far behind. Yeah, it's pretty far behind. Because uh, like, uh, the, the Sega came out well before the Super Nintendo. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I remember that. Yep. Uh, huh. And then the, the PlayStation came out while the Super Nintendo was still like, I mean, towards the end of its prime, but still its prime. Hmm. Yeah. I played an N64 when it came out, mm-hmm. but I didn't have an N64 until after the GameCube had come out. <laughs> so like, like that's, that's what I, it, like I recognize and identify with the elder millennial section gotcha. of millennials a lot more. That makes sense. Just because of the way our economic status worked. <laughs> that works. That works. Yeah. So, uh, Masters of the Universe. It's interesting to see. I don't want to go back and watch all those episodes because, well, I feel like there would be, uh, we not weird, but I don't think it, I, I tried watching Thundercats, the old original Thundercats. It's, just, it's hard to watch. Some of those, some of those early eighty yeah. shows are, are are rough, man. Robotech was rough too, and just ugh. Just, yeah, even I'm like I loved them as a kid, but I just like I watch them now, and I'm like, well, the thing is, they pumped them out. Like, just yeah. hand over fist like a candy factory. I mean, even the original Ninja Turtles, I'm like, oh, God, they're all Michelangelo. This sucks. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, they were. Yep, they're all Michelangelo. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, so Master of the Universe. Uh, maybe watch it. I don't know. Probably, I'll probably watch it because it's Kevin Smith, but. I probably won't. Let's just see it. It's two, it's two, two, two parts, five episodes apiece. Uh, I'll probably watch it. it, and I'm interested enough. I'll, I'll just catch up on the original He-Man by watching the shitty Dolph Lundgren movie, followed by the "What's Going On" video, and I'll. <laughs> so that's all you need. <laughs> well, it's all you need, baby. Good enough. Uh, yeah. <laughs> What's going on? You could probably just Wikipedia it, really, and really... Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Just do that, and that yeah. probably be way better than having to watch that Dolph Lundgren Master of the Universe bullshit. But I want to, <laughs> because it's bad. It's so bad. Uh, I'm, I'm going to try watch it. But also the I'll what's try. going on video. Oh, my God, will I try? <laughs> try. Nice. Please, please try to watch it and let us know how far you get. I, I, if I start watching, I'll probably watch the whole thing. I love really shitty movies. I watched... Um, 
Uh, why am I blanking on her name? I was just thinking about her. The, the girl from the first Star Trek movie. Uh, girl. The bald one? The, yeah, the Indian gal oh. who died oh. way too young. Um, yeah, you're, yes, I'm the wrong person for a name, but I know who you're talking about. Yeah, um, but it, it, was, it was some like... <sighs> Something or other? It was like a, a sort of a post-apocalyptic future, but everything you know is old and kind of sucks. Sort it's of movie. late eighties. <laughs> oh yeah, and it was it was bad, and I watched every goddamn second of it because you know it was like it was an old eighties yeah. fantasy yeah. movie, yeah, so of course it was you know guns and yeah. hot babes were not much at all. Yep. Sometimes Barbarella, fucking, sometimes nothing, and. I mean, as far as bad movies go, shut shit and blow people's heads off, and it's like PG still. I was gonna say the '80s were a lawless wasteland. (laughs) Yeah, I was gonna say as far as bad movies go, you can't go wrong with finding a bad '80s movie. Right? Uh, They're still bad. They're just like fabulous in their spectacular amounts of gore and blood and cheesiness. I kind of don't. Phoenix the Warrior, by the way. Oh, okay. What's the name of the movie? That should give you a pretty good. Uh, oh, wow, yeah, all that, right. That'll yeah. give you a pretty yeah. good idea of what this is about. There's got to be a lot weirdly of, when the, romance when the, when, the, when the cover is a, a, a Boris uh, a Vallejo, <laughs> you, you know you're in for something good. It, was there a lot of titties and stuff in it too? There, not a lot of titties. There, but there, there was titties. there was some titty. Mm. But like all the girls at all points were wearing you know Next st- to straps and bandoliers yeah. as a top and that kind of right. thing. But sure. Uh, but no, it was the, 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 the main guy was just always like in jeans and had bad hair and was just sort of always kind of there, but not really. And he tried <laughs> to act tough, but like he had a doughy physique. And, <laughs> mm. Yeah, that's why I never, that's, I that's never that's understood exactly what I how want. Barbarella got so popular because it's such a, it's very sexual and there's a lot of boobs. And his name was Guy. And a lot of nakedness. <laughs> but the story sucks. The special effects suck. It's. It's not good. That's, it's not well but, acted. To, to me, that's kind of the fun. Well, yeah. Like, that, that's absolutely the fun of 80s schlock films. It is, but Barbarella in particular is, like, very like cult classic popular. Yeah. And yeah, he was already kind of bald. Like, I get, like, Toxic Avenger being a, par- a cult classic. You know, I get a lot of cult classic <laughs> movies, but Barbarella myself, I just am like, uh, oh, yeah, God, holy, that f- screams 80s. Oh, yeah, it was... Yeah. Uh, speaking of old things that they're trying to redo, uh, so Hocus Pocus Two has been cast and is going to come out in the fall of twenty twenty two. Is Disney that official? Plus. I heard. I thought that was still it all is. Hearsay. It is official nope, now. It's official now. Uh, all three cast leads are in, all and three. they and they uh, they said so on social media. Yeah, Kathy, which Kathy means and Jimmy, uh, Sarah, Sarah Jessica, Jessica Parker, Parker, and Bette Midler. And Bette Midler. Yep, they all three have said they're in, and. Um, like they said it on social media, so it's got to be true at this point. And yeah. this is one of those moments where I'm being absolutely serious about that because fucking companies are lock that shit down. Yeah. So if someone reports it on their social media as like a real thing, yeah. that's mm-hmm, that that that's yeah. probably gospel. This was my the original Hocus Pocus movie. A I remember seeing in theaters with my very first girlfriend, and it turned out to be like her favorite movie. Cute. Yeah, adorable. It was fun. I mean, I liked it. I thought it was fun. Talking I appreciate that of the three of them, Mary like aged the the best. She did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She did. With Bette Midler, not far behind. No, yeah, of course. Um, uh, but uh, Oof. 
three laps back, old Sarah Jessica Parker. <laughs> I, I, that is very mean, and I shouldn't say that. However, I've never liked her. <laughs> I like her in two movies. Yeah? What are those? And that is Hocus Pocus. Mm-hmm. Sure. Flight of the Navigator. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah. I forgot she's very good in Flight of the Navigator. Yeah. Hey, Flight of the Navigator. What a great movie. I haven't seen that in a long time. Is that on Disney Plus? It sure is. It was the first <gasps> sure thing I watched on is. Disney Plus. Sure God damn it. Fucking it's the very that. first thing I watched. I always oh. fast forward when I used to watch it because we had it on tape at home back in the day. Uh, I used to always just fast forward to the part where he gets into the ship because the rest of it's kind of like, who cares? Yeah, whatever. No, that's fair. That's. It, it, I think this, some of those parts hold up surprisingly well. Absolutely, absolutely, they do. The his younger brother has weird, like they. Well, I should say both kids wear weirdly uncomfortably, like late seventies, early eighties shorts. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes, they do. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know what we as a culture were thinking, but <sighs> um, comfort. comfort. <laughs> but they don't look comfortable. I don't remember. I know I was. Maybe that's my own body woes. I don't well, know. Well, when I was a kid, I do. I think there are photos of me floating around wearing something similar to those things. Because, but fuck, I don't remember if they're comfortable. Probably not. Dear Nick's mom, we would like photographic evidence <laughs> of this. It's probably somewhere. Please, I, do, I send don't it to think us. I wore shorts like that. I just feel like I'm a sneeze away from hanging little mini brain. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Well, but sure. but you, you boxers weren't popular, so you weren't whitey tighties. You don't have to worry about things popping sure. up. Whitey tighties. Yeah, buddy. I wasn't wearing like fucking boxer briefs or anything. No, no, it's not the problem I have. Oh, who cares? <laughs> who cares? No. Oh no, I just I've never heard someone say whitey tidies and not tidy whiteies. That was different. I'm positive I've said them both. Have you? Okay. Whitey tidies, tidy whiteies. Sorry, I'm not tidies. picking on you. I just oh, I was fine. I got thrown off by it. Uh, yeah, I didn't start wearing boxes till middle school. Because discovered, I discovered the comfort of them much later in life than I should have, and I'm like, why haven't I been wearing these all my life? I'm not going to tell you how to develop that sense of wonderfulness, but anyways, I wear boxer briefs. I find them I'm wonderful. A bo- I'm a boxer brief guy. Yeah. I, li- I like yeah. I like the support with the length. Yeah, yeah. Uh, boxer briefs creep up in my really nether regions. See, you got to like, get the good ones. Like, and that's what yes. boxers do to me. It's it's too loosey goosey in the. I haven't found a pair of boxers that's that's soft enough for how I like them. They they tend to bunch up up that. into my crotchial region, yep. and then I chafe. Yeah, no, yep. I get that. No, I, I get chafe. That. I get that. You're welcome for that image, <laughs> everyone. The only time that I wore boxer briefs was when we were on stage at the Renaissance Festival. Yeah, under my coat because kids. So the trick with boxer briefs is uh, you can't buy uh, the eight pack. You have to buy them. Either individually or in like their, th- you have to go at least a step up from the Hanes eight pack. Mm. You you got to get it a little, you got to get a little little bit more comfort going. Those are the ones that aren't going to creep up on you. The They'll, Gucci the three whole, pack. I mean, yeah, <laughs> like the yeah the, <laughs> or like Gucci the Calvin clothes? Klein three pack. Like that's oh, not unreasonable. No, yeah. but you got to get the the kind that that just uh, the the ones that are Klein just are a good, step up and, and the Hanes uh, no rides. Yep. Mm. Yep, you got to go a step up from the from the bargain bin eight pack. Gotcha. M- maybe I'll try that. Maybe I won't. I don't Fucking know. Fucking fascinating topic today. <laughs> People are learning so been, much about us. We today. are uh, all over the place. <laughs> sure are. 
Uh, speaking of other images you may or may not want in your head, so if you want to wash these out of your head, here's some good images. There were recently images uh, from Uncharted released with Tom Holland and uh, Marky Mark. Them doing their movie Uncharted. They look fine. They look like they're in an Uncharted movie. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's not revealing anything at all. It's like them walking in the, the temple or something and Tom Holland's holding a flashlight. Just very... Looks like he's hiding a frog in his mouth. Right. right. What, what did he say the name of the frog was? Mr. Uh, Mr. No, he named it, didn't he? He did. It was on Graham Norton and he talked about it. Yeah. It was a frog that lived in his mouth. Anyways. Um, but... Uh... I, I will say, I did not know you were so limber, sir, because that was that was a stretch of a segue. <laughs> it was wordy. Yeah. You yeah. got there, and I'm proud of you. Get there eventually. That's how, yeah. how I roll, dude. <laughs> I know. Get there eventually. I don't care if anybody else isn't satisfied with it. I'm satisfied with it. Boo. Title of your sex tape? Absolutely. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, <laughs> I will not be renting that one. <clears throat> no. It's uh, just Dave. Oh, it's Dave. Oh, that's right, Dave. Oh, that's right. Dave. Dave. Who is Dave? Dave is the uh, guy that frog lives in my mouth. Um, but we got some. Uh, so I don't know anything about Uncharted. Never played the game, but we've kind of talked about it before. And I played them. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're probably okay. They're they're Indiana Jones, the video game. Yeah, yeah. All right. very Indiana Jones, very Tomb Raider in, in play style. Oh, okay. it's, yep. You know, you 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 explore an area a little bit. You get bogged down by a bunch of enemies you have to you have to shoot in the fucking face sweet uh weirdly most of them are are of a, a not white variety yeah uh, which is why uh, yahtzee calls it uh nathan drake's uh ethnic cleansing hour or something yeah. like that it's <laughs> he makes fun of it really hard he's like why are there so many non-white enemies guys can we mix this up please dear god it's getting a little racy and i mean that in every sense of the word yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, and then you you find shitty easy puzzles, and you solve the shitty easy puzzles, and then you find another area where you have to you know where you have to mow down more human beings and Sweet. make mm. more fatherless children and right. sonless mothers. And what was that game I asked? Oh, Cyberpunk. You never told me if it was a good gameplay. I thought I did. Um, it is good. It, I liked it a lot. Okay. Um, yeah, it has. Uh, is this before it, patches or after it, patches? It, it has its share of glitches, but most of them are are, are funny. Okay. Um, <laughs> you never get the dick one. You never get the oh, dick absolutely did. Out oh, the, yeah. oh, you did. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. My girl had her dick hanging out of her pants constantly. Nice. nice. Um, but um, yeah, it was. It, it's it's fun. It's it's really enjoyable, especially for. The, the maximum Keanu Reeves you get in your life. <laughs> right. Well, I ended up not buying it because uh, it was like a pre it was pre owned, so it was cheaper. And then I went up there to ring it up, and he's like, "Oh, I guess this isn't the price." I'm like, "Then why is it on the shelf?" I'm like, "Can you just give it to me?" That price? He's like, "No, they legally have to." Uh, he was like 14 and didn't know he was by himself, and I just didn't want to argue with some 14 year old kid, and then I ended up punching him in the face because he didn't know what the fuck he was doing. <laughs> well, I, I would have just felt bad. I suggest going back and getting it. I liked it. Um, it, it does have its, its share of problems, but um, the, the gameplay and the story are, are more than worth it. All right. Uh, well, it was like the $57 two-disc version. Oh, the, with all the, the extra bullshit? Yeah. Um, that was the only one that they had, except for the pre-owned one that I found, and he's like, oh, we don't have that one. And I can, and I can kind of tell you where to get some cool stuff once you get it. Right. Like, the, like the clippy, the gun. <laughs> 
<laughs> is it like the talking bullets in Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Kind of, but he's like Clippy. Hey, I see you're trying to shoot somebody <laughs> in the face. Would you like me to set an auto-target mode so I hit them in the face every time, or do you want to keep it peaceful and go for the knees? <laughs> yeah, he's he's literally Clippy, but a nice. gun, and his, his name is uh, Handy or something like that. Awesome. Um, and then there you can get the... Uh, a Batmobile-looking car Ooh, for free. Nice. Free. All right. I'll, yeah, if I buy it, I'll let you know. Uh, so we got some trailers. Uh, we'll start with one that sure was did. had a little controversy behind it, but uh, Broadway musical brought to movies. Uh, little Dear Evan Hansen. You, you sound like you might have an opinion, Rob. Go ahead. Um, I'm all for Broadway actors reprising their roles from stage to screen. Um, I'm... Also, I don't usually have a problem with um, actors who, at this point, are considerably older than the way the character is supposed to be aged. Um, and that's usually just fine. But in this case, the wig they stuck on Ben Platt. <laughs> no, it's, it's bad. It's, it's, it's really bad. It's like It sure is a wig. It's a little definition. So the controversy around it real quick is that people are complaining that Ben Platt has reprised his role as the lead in this movie, and they're saying he's too old to play the part. Well, he's like 27, 28, uh, playing a 16-year-old, and yes. Oh, hey, you mean the cast of Glee? You mean like just about any high school movie ever made? Yep. Uh, okay, that's exactly right. Riverdale, 90210. Mm-hmm. We are doing better about it, though. We're starting to get him a little, uh, at least in the range <laughs> of the correct age. But <laughs> that was... that's not my... My problem isn't that Ben Platt's too old. No. My problem is that they styled his wig hair to make it look like, okay... You're on a sitcom from the 90s, and we're doing an 80s flashback, and now I guess you're a teenager, even though you're a 35-year-old actor. That's what they did to his hair. Like, it looks, it looks bad. I was laughing at the 90210 reference, and like I just remember, was it The Critic, where they, would be, where they pretty much made fun of uh, Jason Priestley for being way too old for that show? Oh, yeah. And uh, they would, like, Luke Perry. Luke, Luke Perry, thank you. Yeah. Luke Perry is twenty nine. Smile like it had all these wrinkles in his face. Yep. I, I can't remember if it was Mad TV or SNL, but they were they were doing something about that, and it was like the, the, these are just the kind of problems for that a average fifteen year old has because that's how old I am. Looking deadpan to the camera, fifteen years old, then turned around and there was a bald spot. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but yeah, it, I it, I kind of think it, his wig makes him look a little bit like a frumpy Michael Sarah. Yeah, yeah, and that's not what you want to be. No. No. Even though Michael Sarah was a professional playing high schoolers in his like forties, yeah, <laughs> he's he's forty, right? Close, probably close I to. Think he's, I think he's like twenty eight or twenty nine. Uh, he's got to be thirty two, thirty three, thirty four. I'm gonna say thirty four. My final. I'm going with thirty two. I'm looking it up. Hang on. There we go. There we go. Who's gonna win? Uh, Drum roll. Oh, she can find this faster. Okay, nineteen eighty eight. He's thirty two. Bo. Kevin wins. Look at that. Suck it, Grandma. (laughs) (laughs) Why? Why? Why, Uh, Graham? I don't know. (laughs) You know, and he did nothing. Speaking of... It's a grandma. He oh, said grandma. grandma. I thought he said, said Graham. No, no. Grandma. <laughs> no. Although Graham would have been remotely funnier. 
but uh, totally weird. Uh, I didn't realize that Dear Evan Hansen was about what it is about. I thought it was about something else for some odd reason, and I don't know why I thought that. Don't ask me. Okay. I loved how vague that was. That was. I, I what did you think it was about? I didn't realize it was a story about something instead of a story about something else. Did it catch my drift? Uh, what did you think it was about? AIDS. <laughs> no. Um, I don't know. I, for some odd reason, I... I I didn't know that it was about uh, this kid who committed suicide, and then he got he's you know this bully pretty much bullied him. I thought it was about a kid who got bullied, and that was it, like, like just a coming of age tale right. and empowerment kid. and overcoming. Right, yeah, I get you. Yeah, I get you. Like it a is. like a, but it is. But it, the, the whole part about the kid committing suicide, and he's got this letter, and the parents think that uh, he wrote the letter to him, apologizing for all that shit and all that. Oh sure. You know, I didn't know it was about that. I thought it was about. Just this kid that got bullied, kind of like a a male version of Mean Girls, but a, a guy that got bullied and then showed them that he was better. I don't know. I missed the part about the sui- the kid that committed suicide. Sure, there are segments of that story that are problematic, but um, the music is very good. Yeah, I've heard good things yeah. about it. Exploitation of a su- uh, of someone's suicide. It's well, like it's Heather's, but I mean, it's and for- there. There's a lot to be said about Broadway, and and just a lot of times the key to success is a little bit of exploitation, a little bit of problematic. Yeah, yeah, that's no, true. Yeah. I'm or out loud, rent is. I was gonna say rent is a perfect example of that. Avenue Q. <laughs> the Avenue Q is. Yeah. Like, that's their shtick. That's right. their, like, <laughs> they do it knowing they're doing it, but yeah. And, well, and sometimes it's to draw attention to it. I mean, like, when Rent was written, AIDS was a, a thing that was not talked about a lot, and this was drawing attention to it, and, you know, and he wrote it about his friends. And, yeah. You know, so. Uh, but, I mean, if, uh, I think the point that Kevin's getting at is that if that story were written today, it would have been written, it would have been handled differently. Mm-hmm. Huh. Probably. Yeah. I don't know. When it, I, don't I think know when it the, might be better. I don't I know if the story when the story was written. Probably because I hate rent a lot. Well, no, I know. I thought Evan, Dear Evan Hansen was written in the late two thousands. Yeah, it's a twenty fifteen musical. I'm just yeah, saying that the, the 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 when Rent was written, that worked for the time based on what what the, what we were talking about. But if Rent were written today, it would be written from a better perspective. Oh, I didn't catch that you were talking about Rent. Gotcha. gotcha. Yeah. Okay, yes, I agree. All right. Yes. I I feel the same way about Dear Evan Hansen too. I feel like maybe we even in the last 6 years we would have a different take on that story because it's a little it's a little cringy. Mm-hmm. Cuz he, he the kid exploits and helps uh, start a movement based on the false premise that he was friends with the kid that committed suicide when in reality he was not yeah yeah Yeah, well you know like I think Kevin said sometimes you gotta be to be a little bit anyways um hmm. I'll probably see it I don't know I don't know not I don't know enough about it to speak intelligently about the show so uh the music is very good yeah and were the show simply about Evan Hansen's story? I would love. I would. I would absolutely love that. But it, it, there's also the other part that's a little weird. Anyways, we've talked a lot about that. Sorry. Did Sorry. we ever touch base on the other musical that just got a trailer? 
In the Heights? No. Oh. What's that? June 11th, by the way. West Side Story. Oh, yeah, West Side Story. Oh, yeah, I did get a trailer. The, uh... <laughs> it's West Side story Ye. Mm-hmm. It looks very West Side Story. I mean, how else can it do West Side Story? It's just weird that Spielberg's doing it. Right. It's um, a little strange. Funny story. So I was talking to my brother. And <laughs> is it a funny West Side Story? It is a funny... Actually, East Side Story, because he used to... Li- no, never mind. He lives in New Ooh. Jersey. <laughs> he lives in New Jersey. Uh, he used to live in it's New York. It's a funny turnpike story. He then. used to live in New York just... Well, he guess he was in Washington. He lived in Washington Heights, but like literally like two it's blocks. It's a different movie. I know. Sorry. Uh, but anyways. So remember that I was telling you that he did the soundtrack for Joker, and then there was a couple other movies he didn't fucking remember. Oh, what yeah. This movies. was your brother, right? Right. Uh, he didn't remember the other movies. Well, the other one was West Side Story. That's funny. That's good. And uh, the funny part was is that he tells me, he goes, yeah, they were, they were kind of upset with us because they, we couldn't like jazz it up enough. You know, because you know, there's the dance song, and there's a couple other songs a little more jazzy. And uh, he goes, "Well, we're all classic musicians. We're not jazz right. musicians." I mean, Dan, my brother was a jazz musician, also as well as being classically trained. Uh, but it's just he said it was funny that they had to bring in some other people on top of this orchestra that they already had to do it. But the funnier part was that he couldn't remember the fucking musical that he was in. He's like, "I don't know, it's uh, one with Spielberg directed." I'm like, "He's like, it was a musical. What's it? Uh, the one with the 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 two sides?" I'm like. West Side Story? He's like, yep, that one. And he did some other Amy Adams film that was, I don't know, whatever. Anyways. Was that Evan Hansen? No. Uh, just, she's in that too. Just, it was like a... I was joking. Uh, right. Uh, just, uh, she was like the lead. It was like just a romantic, some sob... I don't want to use the word chick flick because I think it's a bad term. Um, Justice League. Snyder Cut. No. Okay. Yeah, it was a... It was a drama. Uh, anyways. So yeah, so West Side Story. It looks West Side Story. I played Officer Krupke my senior year of high school when we did West Side Story. Shocking, I know. Just gonna say, <laughs> if we had done that musical, that's probably the part I would have played. Yeah, I also played Officer Krupke. Classic. <laughs> we didn't play him, we, although we didn't play him as the normal klutzy. We've idiot. had this conversation. We have. Yeah. We played him as the hard charging yep. uh, uh, New York City cop because. Uh, Brian uh, Moynihan, who played Lieutenant Trank, we were both very much the same size, very much the same loud kind of voice, very much the same, you know, same energy on stage, and so we were like, no, they're the they're the badass New York cops, and so I told the director that Officer Krupke would be smoking a, st- a stogie during the show. She was like, okay, but don't really light it. I said, okay. I never did. I was going to ask, or did I? I didn't. Oh, God. Disenchanted. <laughs> oh. No. Um, but there's another trailer we should talk about. Since we're... Is it Disenchanted? No, I don't, think, I don't think there's a trailer for that yet. Oh, there isn't? Okay. No. I think so. It's, uh, it's, it's the, something I know nothing about, but now after watching the trailer, I very much want to know about. And you immediately went... The Eternals? Yeah. 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 I know nothing about them, but it looks... But obviously very much in the MCU because they very much mention... Another movie finally that mentions another MCU characters where they're like, well, Cap- well, yeah, it's it's the continuation of Phase Four. Yeah, yeah, they're like, oh yeah, Captain America and fucking Iron Man are dead. Who's going to run the Avengers now? Well, yeah, and that's why I, you know, I posted the trailer with the, you know, <laughs> the <laughs> Avengers fighting Thanos <laughs> yeah. and the Eternals' loud popcorn noises. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, which stars like half the cast of. Uh, Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, with Richard Marsden and Jon Snow. Mm-hmm. Um, Richard Madden? That's it. Madden? Mars- Madden. Madden? Is it Richard? Madden? John Madden. John Madden? Um, Gotta get a goal. And Kit Harrington. Yeah, those two. Uh, and Angelina Jolie. Yep. I know nothing about the Eternals. Anybody? 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 A, t- a, t- a tiny bit, not a, not a lot. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna fake I, and say. Yeah, oh, yeah same. They're part of a. <laughs> but the way I understand I, I it, like they're old gods. Yeah, those, yeah. Yeah. The way I understand it is they're old gods who are a step below the Celestials, and um, they often fight the Deviants, which Thanos is technically a Deviant. Basically, on par with the you know the upper echelon Asgardians. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so kind of Asgardian, Wonder Woman-esque level of power. Well, but they're also all, uh, like, they're all sort of analogs to classic gods. Right, and and each one sort of um, is... Angelina Jolie is Athena. Yeah, is sort of a, a, you know, the leader of that culture. Yeah, gotcha. And they they said they're, they're, from the trailer... uh, uh, the Stark boy is like, yeah, we've watched long enough, and now we finally need to get involved. And and I and, I, I, and that's what's bugging me. I have to know yeah. what what is happening that finally brings them into the mix when all of this other shit happened. They're like, eh. yeah, Thanos snapped Whatever. away half the universe, and they just sat there and went, oh, yeah, it kind of pisses you off at them. Yeah. And now it, and if, now they show up. Yeah, right. Like I, I agree with you. If I, I was if I was the new uh if I was the new Captain America I'd be like really now and oh god I would love it I would love oh my god I want it I want uh, uh What happened you 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 skipped ahead without telling us what happened in your head I know I want uh I want the new Captain America to go off on the Eternals and be like really now now you've decided to show up Yeah that would we've, be good We've we've done all cuz uh why can't and that I, might happen to Why can't Sam that, Wilson Thank you You're welcome um, because he would just God, it would be the f- best fucking yeah. tee off on anybody ever, and I would oh God, it would fill me with joy. Give it to me, Marvel. Give it to me. Give it to me. Yeah, I think that scene could absolutely happen in a future Avengers film. God, fuck yeah, I want it. Even if it's in this film a little bit, I would love it because he, he. It won't be. It won't be. But somebody needs to tell him. Like really now, now you decided to step in. Really, all this shit's happened, and really, fuck you. Yeah. Yeah, the, the only one I know anything about is, and that's only because I, I looked them up when I heard there was uh, there was a, a few swaps to their character, and that made me interested, and that's that uh, Salma Hayek is playing Ajak, mm. who yep. is a Russian eternal. Really? And I, I, I get the feeling she's not going to be Russian in this bad boy. I have a feeling that is probably true. I mean, if if she is, that's certainly a choice. But you would think she would be like. Uh, uh, it the, took the, me a se- second to figure out why we had a problem with her being Russian. Selma Hayek. Uh, uh, you know, you know the um, like the the Watcher of Death from right. from Mexican lore. And speaking of yeah. speaking of that, they, these are not to be these people are not to be confused with the actual Watchers from the Marvel universe. Correct. No, that's just Jeffrey Wright. Right. Okay. And Stanley. And Stanley. Yeah. Right. yeah. Confirmed to be a watcher. Uh, Which we got another trailer for that too. The What's Watchers. It? Yeah, a very short one. Which one? Is it's that? a minute trailer for uh, What If. Oh yeah 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 yeah. 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 Sorry, not the Watchers. Oh, that's What, what If. Oh. Um. Yeah, it's a short one-minute trailer for the What If uh, animated anthology series. 
Um, not much, nothing really, any, not really any new scenes in it either. Right. But the animation style looks good. Okay. I'm excited to see it. Um, it's very into the Spider-Verse. So I noticed that the hungry, the very hungry caterpillar was trending. The author died. Oh. Eric Clary? Carly? I don't know what you guys are talking about. Is this? Oh yeah, Eric Carl. This related to the Eternals? No, no, but it's like I said, it was training. Oh. Well, look, Eternals looks really good, and I, 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 I can't wait to see it. I, I really, um, yeah, it looks good. Yeah, it does. I'm excited yeah. for it. Probably watch the trailer a couple more times. Yeah. Um, speaking I, of, I'm I, I was just going to say, I, I think I, either there is something wrong with my eyes, or. Okay, let me phrase it this way. Is there something wrong with my eyes, or are all of these trailers uh, getting a very dull palette lately? Like, they're all sort of single color, like one sort of overarching palette. Because I felt like The Eternals was very gray. Well, sometimes it felt very great. Just might be that's what they have done, processed, and have filmed so far. But then I felt the same way about like when back when we talked about the Cruella trailer, I found it boring. And again, it was that like it was all sort of this one monochromatic. Maybe, maybe that's they're doing that on purpose, and maybe they are doing that on purpose. I just, I, I don't know. Like I'm, I'm wondering because it just it feels like the trailers they're putting out all sort of stick to a sa- the same color palette theme. I mean, that's that, for a bit that's been going on. I mean, but I mean, in okay. Eternals, there were so many scenes that were very colorful, especially uh, when it revolved around what looked to be a, a Latin environment and an Indian environment. Yeah, that's true. Um, but like, take almost every action poster over the past, I don't know, the, the where it six, goes seven from years, orange to blue. Where it's yeah. orange and blue with diagonal lines. Yep. Pick something else. <laughs> yep. <laughs> right? Or maybe it's just one person making all these posters. Like like Mortal Kombat, it made sense. Because it was the fire and ice thing yep. with, with Scorpion and, and, and Sub-Zero. I'm like, yeah, I, I get it for that one, but fucking Star Wars and X-Men and Aladdin. Aladdin. Aladdin was the other one. Yeah. <laughs> But many more. Fucking, I'm pretty sure oh, the yeah. last Born movie had one. Uh, both Infinity War and Endgame. Mm-hmm. As well. Oh yeah, they did. Yep, they, they did the, the orange to blue. And yes, I understand that orange and blue are are complementary complementary colors, but there's there are other ones. Green and purple, and uh, yeah, the Hulk. Yeah. Um, speaking of things that we've seen, real quick, let's if you've seen it. Did you get any of you watch uh, Love, Death, and Robots season two? Yes, all of it. I did too. Did not like it as much as the first one. Was I didn't like it as much as the first one either. But there were some really good ones in there. there. Absolutely were the, the 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 geriatrics with the <laughs> with the robot <laughs> with the vacuum. I thought it was incredible. Like there, they did a lot of stuff with Uncanny Valley with the faces for me. But that it, it didn't take me too much out of it. I thought it was really good. Yeah, a lot of cliffhangers in this one. Not a lot of resolution from a lot of the stories. And then uh, we get Michael B. Jordan. Yeah, uh, I like that one too. I thought that one was fun. Uh, what was the other one I really, really liked? The, um, the fuck. What was the other one I liked? I don't know. I, the, the tall grass. The tall grass one was kind of weird. It was, it was basically literally the movie, the tall grass. Right. And it was just like, all of a sudden the, just like, don't ask questions. Um, I liked the, 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 
the children with the the people who lived in really tall skyscrapers who were living forever and having children oh. was outlawed. I thought that one was real good. Yeah, and that reminded me of a show that I was in uh, called The Legacy, which is a very much about not being illegal to have children. Um, so, uh, yeah, I like that one too. Yeah, but like I said, it, w- it was enjoyable and I liked it and I thought the animation was great, uh, but just not as enjoyable as the first season. Uh, and a shitload shorter, too. Is there going to yeah. be a part two? I hope so. Because that was only, like, what, eight episodes? And the first one was, like, 18 or some shit. Yeah, I don't know. I, well, that could have been a COVID thing. I suppose. <laughs> COVID. Yeah, it could have been COVID. Uh, but, yeah, it's, it's worth watching, I think. And then, uh, did I don't think, Rob, you didn't respond. Did you watch Army of the Dead? No, I did not. You're fired. So. <laughs> I'm kidding, Rob. It's fine. I've fired you a lot, and you're I still know. here. I so. am still here. I keep. Either coming you back. don't listen, or you just haven't gotten your pink slip in the mail. I am a cockroach. It was incredibly <laughs> stupid and incredibly fun, and I loved it. I loved it too. And people, much like people bitched about Mortal Kombat to me, they're like, "How did you like this movie?" I'm like, "I liked it because it was exactly what I wanted. Yeah, I, I wanted can... zombies getting slaughtered." And I got a bank heist movie out I, of it. I, I couldn't believe I, I had no idea it was going to be a fucking bank heist movie. I didn't either. I it didn't. Was, nope. It was it was oceans of deaden. Right. It was it was if oceans undeaden. Everyone, are you are you following these puns? <laughs> nope, not at all. Uh, Sorry, what? Uh, the the <laughs> this movie was the perfect example that I've always talked about with zombies, like the zombie apocalypse. This was a perfect example of zombie or, or, or uh, tactical versus tactical, uh, and I had one major problem with it, and that was when um, they were like, "Who else hasn't killed zombies?" And like two people raised their hand. One of them being the girl who like kicked all ass. She was unfucking believable. She was ridiculous, and and that I I was like, "Oh, that poor thing. She's gonna die." And then she yeah. like she lasted so long for somebody who's quote never killed zombies. I was like, "Okay, that I where where what part of the story are we missing here? Was she full of shit? Was and she it, trying to be funny?" And like it it would have made all the sense in the world if she had just been like, "I've killed tons of them. Bring right, it on!" Right. Uh, but, but she was badass, though. It was. And then uh, I, I, with a little bit of a uh, heartwarming uh, little ending. Yeah. And I, I was like, okay. I had a theory about it that I rewound to verify. And then after I was like, yes, I'm sure of this, I looked it up and it, it got confirmed. Oh, yeah? What's that? Uh, so if if you don't want weird spoilers for Army of the Dead, I guess cover your ears and go for like 45 seconds. Uh, but did you notice the the zombies with the blue eyes? Yes. Uh, the, the zombie vi- the well no a lot of them had it. Okay. Uh, the zombie virus was alien in nature, uh, and uh, what I and and that's what I was thinking because they talked about it at the beginning of the movie how they he thinks they were carrying aliens, um, and and that's I'm like they wouldn't have like really done that if it didn't matter, right? You know, Chekhov's gun sort of a thing. Right. And so when I saw the blue eyes, I'm like, because uh, uh, Logan, uh, uh, Saber's yeah, son, yeah, yeah. was the first one to to be like, what, did you guys see that? And and I'm like, okay, so I'm going to keep my eyes out for this shit. Because I wasn't sure if it was like an effect or like right. like something that, that wasn't done correctly or if it was a fluker. Right. But then you start seeing more of them. Um, and I noticed when you saw the alpha, the head that was on his staff 
after the movie was done, I had us rewind so I could look at it again. It absolutely an alien face. Like that was an alien oh, was head on his staff. It was very triangular, had the big eyes, a kind of a huh. pointed mouth, almost no nose. Well, right. And then, well, I thought, because they, they classified them as there's two kinds. There's the, the alphas, which are the, the fast ones. The fast ones. And then there's the other ones that are just regular fucking zombies that nobody gives a shit about. So I thought the blue eyes were just like the, the alphas, because there's only and a few I, of them. And I believe that's that's true as well. But I, I, I kind of seen what you were... Uh, I thought the same thing when he... Uh, again, cover your ears if you don't want any spoilers. But when he took the little thing in his hand and it glowed blue for a second after his it, the person died, mm-hmm. uh, that and I was like, why is it glowing? Oh, maybe it's an alien virus. Uh, so, yeah, I could, yep, yeah, I could believe it. But I at the at that point I was so invested into the movie that it or invested in the point that this was just a a zombie movie with a lot of zombies getting killed and fun. Ways except for the the fact that that dude with the the saw. First of all, fucking that. There's no way you've been able to carry all that weight. First of all, second of all, he never used it in the second half. You see him use it at the beginning, which is a very uh, Zombieland esque sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, beginning that is, uh, which I loved, and but he never see him use it again except for that girl who cuts the hole in the wall, and yeah. that's it. Which he, is too bad because it was cool. Um, I I I would like to to briefly say that. Um, I know I shouldn't have, but the zombie sort of queen. Yeah. Uh, I Did, liked it. <laughs> In a weird. It was a hot zombie. Was a hot zombie. It was a hot zombie. Like on a level of one to Resident Evil: The Village. Not quite. She's not. She's she's not, she's, she's not Demetrisa. Nobody's right. nobody's mommy milkers. <laughs> right. She's the top cryptid right now. <laughs> All right. Um, I, but I, no, it was... Uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, and she was... I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. I, she was the the blowjob bride from the beginning, right? The car yeah. had one? Yeah. Yeah, I thought... Okay, I just want to make sure. Because, I mean, she had that, that stripper outfit on, but I guess, you know, she was smart enough. I guess she could have changed because mm. the army guy was wearing a fucking toga for I, crying out loud. Well, and I thought it was a little... <sighs> yeah, it's a stupid movie, Rob, but it's really fun. If you like Dawn of the Dead, you're going to love this one. If you like Dave Batista being Dave Batista, but then they also let him have a little bit of range, you're going to like it. Yeah. If you like Tig Nataro oh my God, being, the, the, being the Tiggiest, you're going to like it. She was so great. This Which brings up uh, my question. How was the... Um, there the, were a couple parts yeah. where it looked... Fake they, as they fuck. Weren't, they weren't quite... They didn't have enough time to finish. But other than that, for the most part, it was pretty well done. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there were just a few like wide shots where you're like... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, so, for those unaware, uh, Tignataro was uh, replaced in... Uh, or, sorry. Uh, Tignataro replaced. replaced a different actor... Uh, in post for the movie uh, based on that actor's sexual allegations. We will not mention his name here because he doesn't deserve our attention. Let's just say if you watch you, he's in season two and he is what he was accused of was his character in the show. Yeah. Which is kind of funny. I'm, I don't, and I don't want, but they had to digitally edit the film to uh, uh, replace him and put Tignicar. Tignataro in his spot. And so I was wondering how the CGI was. And I, I just I want to make sure I'm doing this right. Does Tignataro go by she or she? They. She's a they. Okay. That's what I thought. So I'm sorry that I said no, she. No, they are a they. 
Uh, I'm I'm sorry that I said she earlier. I <laughs> didn't mean to. So because I I had to think about that one for a second. So uh, yeah, no, I was great. Uh, Tignotaro was fantastic in it. Uh, I didn't quite understand the whole like at the end, not at the end, but when he's like, "Don't leave me." On the you know when they get on the helicopter to the roof and and then the, the very much alien esque ending where although without the the platform was getting unstable I had to why did she take off like it was just kind of like I mean I get the self preservation thing but you, well, you, you know at, at the end hover above she, or something. at the end she because they, I believe the character was a she. Uh, I was like, you know, I had a change of heart. I decided to pick it up anyway. What really steamed me about that whole thing is when they're on their way to the casino. Like, they left from the roof yeah. of the casino to get to the other casino. Right. Where the, the zombie king was also on the roof. He beat them there when they were when on a horseback. <laughs> yeah. And they were in a fuck helicopter. <laughs> yeah. And as they're headed over to the other casino, they're like, how long do we have until the nuke goes off? Nine minutes. And then they proceed to do about 45 minutes of movie. Yeah. Like, all the, like the whole thing, they had hours and hours. Yeah. And they, the, all they had to do to, to make me believe this was, say, 45 minutes. Yeah. An hour. Right, right. And it would have... It would I would have the time frame would have been one hundred percent believable. That's but nine minutes. Yeah, go fuck yourself. <laughs> right. It that was the only thing that really made me go. No. The only thing that like the the people being held captive by just in a room like with nobody really watching them that that kind of bugged me too. And then for her to go after them with a pistol wasn't the door locked. No. Are you sure? Yes. She just walked right in. There was no door. I don't, I don't think there was a door. They were just like on a floor somewhere there. I, and I get it like they can't go down because they, all the zombies are down there. Like I get like they can't go down, but they, like. They probably assumed there were still zombies who, yeah, would, who okay. would kill them if they left the room. Probably. Uh, but, and then she goes after them with a pistol. I'm like. <laughs> <sighs> and do you think that the, the, the fried bodies were a previous version of them? No, I think that was just. That was just them dude fucking. Yeah, that was just them digging with us. Right, and then I loved. I felt. I felt bad for the dude at the end. I wanted him to do so well. I know. Like I. Yeah. So spoilers. Well, I kind of. I mean, you're not going to know who we're talking about because we're just going to call him the dude. But yeah, I. I, <laughs> I thought that was unnecessary to make him bitten, but it, uh, he also hadn't turned yet. Right. So I think maybe he's going to become like a like maybe a half super zombie. Maybe, but he was also on the plane. Like he's like fuck. Like he knows he's going to, because he was like Maybe. feeling shitty. And they're like, you're you're kind of cold. You're like your skin's cold. Theoretically, he'll be an alpha, so he'll have some kind of brain. Yeah, yeah. And then we didn't get any of the normal Zack Snyder end and credits like video of because I was expecting like there would be a video, a news story, or something like in Army of the Dead or right. Dawn of the Dead. And he really loves to put his heroes in an elevator. Sure does. Yeah, with a weird song playing overhead. Yeah, that's his thing. Yeah. So, anyways, very snacks, Zack Snydery, though very, very, very light on slow mo. Yeah, uh, but I loved uh, what I really did love, and normally this would probably bug me, but the out of focus and like bringing uh, people out of in, from a blurred vision, like bringing them out of that blurred vision to like then you reveal, do the reveal from that. For some odd reason, they did it like thirty nine thousand times in this movie. <laughs> did not bother me one bit. I actually kind of really, I thought it was really creative. And I really liked it because I use it for different reveals of different types of characters, not just like one reveal for one type of character. So maybe that's why it didn't bug me. 
but I did like it. And so overall, I'd say go watch it. If you want yeah. to see it fun, yeah, it's, it's long. It's fucking long as shit. It's yeah. two and a half goddamn hours. Yeah, it is. It's super long. But, but I mean, it doesn't it doesn't really feel like it. No, and I enjoy it. Every... It's worth it for, for Valentine, uh, Siegfried and Roy's Tiger. <laughs> yeah, that's, yep, that's right. Yep. You intrigued you room? I've been over here playing on my phone while these guys talk about it. Yeah, we've it noticed. I, <laughs> <laughs> we'll get you back. I haven't seen it, and, and that's, that's okay. I don't. I'm not good at zombie movies. I'm sorry. But it's not like a zombie movie, zombie movie. Okay. It's a Zack Snyder zombie movie. So I expected yeah, everything Everything that I expected from Dawn of the Dead, or everything that I got from Dawn of the Dead, we got in this movie. Well, not really got, but that was my expectation going in. I got exactly what I wanted. Sure. Needed more Ving Rhames. <laughs> yeah, I did. I mean, most movies do. That's true. Uh, so if you liked if you liked uh, Dawn of the Dead and you wanted to see a good zombie movie where a lot of zombies get fucking slaughtered uh, with a little bit of a touch a heart touching moment a, lo- a little not a love story but a nice little story at the end uh, it's uh, it's a good it's good Dave Bautista does really well I don't know why he he doubts his acting ability which he very much does in every interview he says. Huh. Uh, well, that's too bad. Well, because he, he feels he started so late, and it's like people have told oh, him. Sure. People have told him that like plenty of people started way late in their career, and you're doing fine. And I he even, also didn't. He just doesn't consider his wrestling career to be part of acting. That's true. And, and I I get that. I do because when he, he he thinks of acting as you know serious acting, sure, where he's playing a character, and there's a methodology, than a, and he, other than yeah. just an amped up version of himself, you know, kicking people in the groin, right? Like sure. especially starting out with Guardians of the Galaxy and looking at the the names of peop, caliber of people they have in that you film, know. and he's got to stand up and act next to him. And I even told him when I met him, I'm like, dude, I don't know why you doubt your acting ability. I love your your comedy timing is brilliant. I said it for what it's worth, and because who the fuck am I, right? <laughs> but you know, but I just said I really appreciate. A, you're my favorite wrestler, but I appreciate your. You, you should give yourself more credit on your acting. Ability. And I'm 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 sad that this last foray is going to be his last. Uh, um, Outing as Drax. Yeah. 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 I mean, well, I get it. He's like, I'm getting old. Stuff's going to start to sag soon. I <laughs> I want to go out on a high note. Well, he's also said that he's leaving when uh, James Gunn leaves, mm. and James Gunn has said this is his last Guardians film. So. That's fine. Maybe he just wants to expand his range and doesn't want to play the same character all the time. And they, from what I understand, the makeup and him don't necessarily get along. And it's not his fault. It's just he has to wear a full body paint that just sure. irritates his skin. And the, like a full Tin Man situation here. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So. Um, yeah. So and I get that. So yeah. So go see Army of the Dead. Uh, nerd grabs. Yeah. Anything? Yeah. 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 Anybody want? Should I start? Go for it. Go yeah. ahead. <laughs> so I got one of them sitting here. <laughs> you do. I do. It's true. Um, I got my wedge helmet. Um, you did. The other day. And I'm... <sighs> I feel... Hmm. I love it. I like it. I think it's really cool. But I just feel uh, this Black Series is getting... <sighs> they changed cheaper. the manufacturer, right? Yeah. Okay. But I think they're, like, they're hit or miss with what they put out. Even with like their lightsabers... Uh, because like the helmet's great, looks great. Visor doesn't move, which sucks. Which is like all the other helmets, they move. So I don't know why they chose this one not to move. Um, the earpieces that go on that Velcro in by very little, very very tiny tiny pieces of Velcro. Uh, you can't put your head in it if you put the earpieces on. Um, you can't put your head in it. I I maybe. put it on earlier and it was uh, big on me, um, but I might have a small head. And the way that this chin strap 
goes in there with the earpieces, it's like the earpieces have to either go over the chin strap or these the chin strap has to go over the earpiece instead of being on like the bottom part. So I don't get what that is. But anyways, uh, other than that, it's very cool. <laughs> it looks great. Um, it would look great, you know, for anybody. It looks cool. It's very nice. It's I I do think uh, I do think scriptures. yeah right. I do think it looks uh, accurate to the movie. Yeah, I don't mean that as a positive. Why not? Because it looks like it's from the eighties. It looks like it's from the seventies. And and I don't know. Maybe that isn't a, a positive or a negative. It's just it. It looks. I'm glad that they went with screen authentic. I kind of wish they had stylized it up a little and made it a little bit more modern. But that's just my personal aesthetic, and I I kind of like I like vintage stuff that that has a a timeless look to it, and this doesn't. I, for I don't me. like that. I can see brushstrokes in it, but. Well, you can see brushstrokes in the original. Like, I like that it's authentic. I just, I just wish it was a little more timeless and less yeah. stuck to the period in which it was made. I guess. But, but it looks cool, and I, I mean, it was worth the money. It was like eighty, ninety bucks, whatever it was. Yeah, and I might be nitpicking too. So, that's uh, okay. and the other thing, I finally, I finally pulled the trigger on after I got my tax return back, and uh, actually. Yeah, I got my tax return back. I got a big chunk of money back for my tax returns. So there's something I've always wanted uh, from uh, since I was a little child, since I saw a wonderful movie called Aliens back in the day. Uh, and I finally, there's the pretty much the premier guy that if you want this particular prop made, you go to one guy. Uh, and he's out of Arizona, I want to say. Uh, just go to spatcave.com and you can find it. Um, but I bought a set of Colonial Marines armor. Movie oh. accurate. Uh, I bought. The I thought arm, you were going to say you got the pulse rifle finally. No, I have that. That's downstairs. Oh, that's right. I've had that for a while. Yeah. Um, now it's just trying to figure out how to get the electronics and all the working parts into it. Sure, sure. Um, but yeah, I bought the the full like chest armor, a helmet, and like the shin guards, and it was not cheap. Uh, but you know, for the guy that's supposed to be top notch and it's handmade and it's painted you can get it cheaper if you get like either plain green or black and i thought about that for a second i'm like oh i could just invent some character but i'm like why invent a character if it's if what i want is from the movie then i should get the stuff from the movie yeah so i paid the extra money and i got the paint job from the movie so uh oh and i got a little i think i got a little it was like 25 bucks but like the little head mic thing that like hicks wore um if i don't want to wear the helmet because those are fucking hot as balls Especially if you're like, I'm very excited to see you cosplay this at some point. Oh God, I'm going to. I'm so I'm, excited. I'm I I will absolutely wear this. Yeah, because uh, it, it's it's I've it's a childhood dream, man. Fucking and so I was like, you know what? I'm an adult. I'm gonna buy it. So that was yeah. like a very <sighs> expensive item. But it does, the problem, the thing is, is that since it is handmade, and this guy is the only guy that makes them. It's like a six month to a year wait, so Oof. yeah, it might ha- it might happen sooner. That just says what it, it says on the website. It could be sooner though. So, <sighs> so that was, those are my my nerd grabs that I got. Cool, nice. Yeah, I'm I'm excited. I'm excited for that armor, and I will absolutely cosplay it because I'm already putting all the stuff together. Yeah. Anybody else? Who's next? Yeah, I can go next actually. 
sure. That's fine. Uh, so I also got my tax return back. And, um, Did you but, buy Aliens Armor too? No. No, I, I bought... <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm a basic bitch. Um, I bought a couple things because uh, actually it, just today, just this morning, uh, as we're recording on Wednesday, uh, my tax return from the federal came in. Yay. And so uh, I bought <laughs> uh, uh, a thick boy version of the smoker I already have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Say more. Um, so it's a, it's a Dynaglow wide body. You're uh, a Dynaglow. Yes. A Dynaglow wide body th- vertical offset smoker. And I, since I had the tax return, I spent a little more and got the cover with it as well. So it's oh, got yeah. a cover now. And um, it's going to arrive Saturday. Your thing is Sunday, isn't it? One of the things is Sunday. The other thing is Saturday. So we're doing it on two separate days. Uh, we're doing the private thing on Saturday. Uh, maybe and then the party on Sunday. Man, you're going to get f- fucking sloshed this weekend. Yes. Uh, that's the plan. Happy. Uh, but <laughs> so. <laughs> Watch but out for Joanna's shoes. <laughs> I hate you. You love me. I do love you. Um, anyways, so I bought. That smoker is going to get here Saturday. And so I'm left with the quandary of when it comes in, do I stay late, stay up late Saturday night building it so that it's ready to go and usable on Sunday? And my opinion was already yes. Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah. You, I don't know if you mentioned that to me. Okay. Um, so, yeah. So I'll probably do that because I'm stupid. I mean, how long does it really take to put together? An hour? I'm going to have to be up at like 4 a.m. to start working on food. Well, then get up early get Saturday. So you go to bed early. No, 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 no. It gets here Saturday. Well, maybe get up. Maybe it'll be there in the early morning something. It probably won't. It probably won't arrive to the afternoon. But No. No, it says Saturday then he also He also has stuff to do on Saturday. Yeah, yeah. I have stuff. To, yeah, I'm, I'm a little busy on Saturday. Yeah, but you might. But if you're going to get drunk Saturday night, then you won't be able to put it together properly anyway. So really, you're kind of fucked. We'll see. Um, well, how much bigger is it than the one you currently have? It's it's like a double wide. Oh. It's like twice the width of the current one. I don't know if it's the same smoker box, though. It might be. You know, my, my personal opinion is I would say yes, but at the same time, since you haven't used it yet, and being the first run go would be when on that day, and you already have one that you know how to use and work, I would just use the one. It's I mean, well, the thing is, it's the exact same brand as the one I currently have, just a little wider. So the only thing I'm going to have to look out for are hot spots, and for the most part, I have a re- I have a pretty good idea of where the hot spots and where the the You're a hot spot. Yes, yes, I am. Uh, where the the temperature fluctuations are going to be in this new one, um, just have to you know make sure I, I account for that right when I'm cooking. So yeah, so I'm probably going to set that up on uh, Sunday morning. Get it going and have another smoker on hand. Uh, the other thing I bought today, though, which I'm very happy about because I finally, finally bothered to get this. I'm just going to show that to Kevin there. Uh-oh, I can't see it. Nice. Yeah. Got a boy. I yeah. Uh, so for a very, very long time, uh, now I used to be a cook, but I never actually owned my own set of knives. That's big. Eight inches? It's not that big. <laughs> Not for it's big to some people. 
The one time I do subtlety, then you then you have a problem with it. <laughs> no, I just like I was choosing to go with with subtlety too, actually. Uh, <laughs> but all right, um, so eight inches. Uh, it's subtle. Um, so I got a, a global shelf, a, a global chef's knife. Um, the brand is global. Um, and I've wanted one for years. I, I really like their knives and, uh, I finally got around to buying my own knife and I've got an, uh, and it's shipping in soonish, hopefully. Nice. Um, so that'll also be here Saturday, actually. Um, <laughs> uh, that will not like. If I use that on Sunday, no one will touch it but me. Maybe Kevin. Maybe Kevin. Goddamn right. Maybe Kevin. But only because I love you and because I know what you're doing. And because I know you know what you're doing. You're goddamn right. Yeah. So you mean you want to throw it into like the, the wooden fucking... No? Okay. <laughs> Isn't that what you do with really expensive knives? I see it all the time in movies. I mean, I would do it with mine, but mine's also really heavy duty. Uh, you have a woo stuff? Duty. <laughs> I, I mean, I do have a woo stuff, but I wouldn't even do it with that one. Yeah, I wouldn't um, do it with a woo stuff my, either. Uh, I'm talking about the new ones. I just got the 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 big thick boys. I'm a little uh, uh, ankles. I'll show you. Oh, okay. I'm a little jealous that you got a nice knife. I've always wanted to change up my it's, kitchen knives, but I don't want to spend an exorbitant amount of money. So I did. Uh, so what I did uh, this past weekend too was I actually bought a, a stack of uh, f- cheap. Twenty dollars Farberware ones oh, okay. to use out yeah. in the in the yard uh, at the outdoor grill because like I'm not gonna I, I I was growing tired of taking the knives out of the kitchen right to so I just bought a, a cheap set for outdoors and when they die they die I don't care right. but this global is gonna be my global my knife and right. <laughs> speaking of knives uh, here's a question uh, uh, knife Block or the magnets? Magnets. Magnets. Okay. Knife block will, knife block dulls the blade faster. And uh, yeah, if you if you don't clean it as well as you think you did, uh, then you're getting gets bacteria in there. In there. And, and w- yeah, and wood is porous, so like you're just gonna. What if the good wood? It might be rich. He's <laughs> porous. Oh. <laughs> His whole, but his whole shtick was good. <laughs> like somebody like, out there listening to this podcast laughed at that fucking joke, or we were thinking the same thing. They did not. Thank you for that one person <laughs> that laughed at that joke. I Thanks, laughed, Carl. <laughs> I laughed at your delivery because your delivery was on point. The joke itself was not good. However, Say it your was delivery good. That was a of the joke. It was very yeah. It's a, it's definitely a dad joke, but your delivery was on point for me. Um, <sighs> So, yeah, so I got a global. Oh, and I also bought Borderlands 3, which I haven't played yet. It's still downloading at home. Um, so I'm going to see how that is tonight and uh, see if my computer can run it. There we go. Kevin? So I got the Mass Effect Legendary Edition. Ah, it's Kevin Rant time. I also got the, uh, the, the cash, uh, which comes with, like, the N7 helmet. And some like a, a like a N seven acceptance letter and sure. posters and canvas and a bunch of shit. Sure, bunch really cool quick. stuff. Uh-huh. Can this section be uh, sponsored by uh, Jaybird Wines? Sure. Kevin's Ranty Corner now sponsored by Jaybird Wines. <laughs> I feel like Matt would appreciate that. I feel like he it. would. So I have a bone to pick with you, fucking nerds. 
while Kevin uh, rants and raves about this awful, awful thing he's about to say, enjoy it with a glass of Jaybird wines, Jesus the finest mead in all of Minnesota. We do have, I do have meat in the fridge. We should be drinking it. Anyways, continue. So, Mass Effect uh, was an amazing series of games. The first one was a, was a little clunky, but it really got into its groove. Um, but with the Legendary Edition, they they update a lot of stuff with the first one and made it a little more you know user friendly, a little bit more like the other two. Um, but uh, all I can think about is when Mass Effect Andromeda came out and how everybody talked about. Um, when Mass Effect came out, how bad the glitches were. That it was unplayable because of all these fucking glitches. The game is shit. It, uh, Bioware basically got... had to cancel all of their, their Mass Effect projects because this game got shit on so badly because of all of these glitches. You know what these glitches were? Uh, textures would load weird sometimes. Sometimes a character would be floating, but then they'd correct themselves. All really inane shit. I've had more game-breaking glitches in this remaster of an old game that you people are calling the second coming of fucking Christ than I ever had in Mass Effect Andromeda. Fuck you. I have had this game quit on me eight different times in one play setting where I did one fucking mission. Eight times. The game just fucking quit on me, and I had to go fucking back in. Sort of the beginning of a goddamn planet. It's nothing in comparison. I will never understand what the the casual incel toxic gamer wants from a game company. I, I just won't. Is it because it wasn't Shepard that you didn't like it, and so you took something absolutely minute and decided to destroy the game for it? Because I'm sorry, Mass Effect Andromeda was really good. They took everything that was great about the originals and made it better. I could customize my fucking class, and I wasn't forced to be an adept who could only use fucking shit pistols. Except in the first one. The pistols were OP as shit. But fucking... <laughs> I don't understand. Andromeda was so good, and it was better than a lot of you. And you don't deserve it, or its glory. God damn it. Anyway, I'm having fun playing Mass Effect. I just don't like the fact that it fucking quits on me all the time. I'm having a good time. This segment of Kevin's Corner Rant brought to you by Jaybird Wines, the finest <laughs> wine in Minnesota. Finest mead. Finest mead in Minnesota. Minnesota. Uh, but yeah, Minnesota? It's, Minnesota. so I'm still in the first one. Blake has platinumed all three already because he has no life and I have a job. <laughs> um, but uh, so I'm trying to apply them to myself, uh, and I'm I'm on my way to doing that. So that should be fun. Cool. Uh, but it's uh, I'm getting a lot of the same joys I had the first time I played it. Nice. Um, I'm really looking forward to getting to the second one because the first one, even though they fixed a lot, is still a little. Oh God, can we get to the point? Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm also excited for my 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 cache of junk, especially the the helmet. But that I don't think is shipping for another few weeks. So mm. we'll see. I'll get. Oh yeah, like, like like an actual helmet. I thought it was like an no. It's helmet. it's that. It's a, yeah. a helmet that I can put on my face and has LEDs and shit. Nice. Mass Effect nice. Two has my favorite uh, video game character in the last fifteen years. The elusive man. A oh, fuck Martin Sheen. <laughs> Because it's Martin Sheen. I did forget to mention about this. This helmet. character is such a bastard. Yeah, I know. I did forget to mention about this helmet. It does have. Uh, you can put batteries in it. It doesn't make noises. I haven't done it yet, but you can set it to either Hoth or uh, Yevon Four. Nice. Uh, so you can get the different uh, sound effects from. Cool. 
Nick, Nick, on my thing now. You had your chance to talk about the Evan Four. That's true. Option of your yeah, own. Yeah, your time's expired, man. <laughs> Sorry, um, you reminded me of the lights. But I think I kind of want to get the global Santoku as well. Santoku, sorry. You're talking about Mass Effect. <laughs> so Mass Effect. With you, I'm sorry. Anything else about Mass Effect? Uh, so I'm, and I think the reason why I'm also taking a little bit longer to beat it is because I'm also trying to play No Man's Sky. Yeah. Uh, oh. Be- which I was my savior game when I cut my thumb open because right. it was the only game gentle enough for me to really play and not like feel like my thumb was going to tear off. Uh, but they have a thing going on with Mass Effect where if you do um, the expedition that's going on right now, you can get Normandy as your fleet vessel. Yeah. Oh, cool. Um, so that's what I'm trying to do. And that is a limited time. Like, I have like five days to finish it. Oh, sure. You can do it. I, know, I hope I can. You can. I also got Resident Evil 8, but I haven't really played much of it yet outside of the beginning. Okay. Because mm. I actually just beat 7. Mm. Took me a while to finally dig in and do it, but... You did it. You done yeah, did since it. Since these two are directly connected, I want to make sure I had all the story. Oh, yeah, sure. Makes sense. Yeah. Anything else? No, that's it, man. Yeah? Just waiting for my my new sword for this year to get here. <sighs> I want to see it. Now you've got it you've got it all hyped up, but I want to see it. <laughs> Motherfucker. It's so cool. I bet. <laughs> uh yeah. All right, yeah. I already emailed uh Heather and said, Hey, guess what? I can don't hate me, but I'm only available every other weekend and the last weekend. <laughs> you suck. You Although I, I will, you, you guys will have to tell me how do I have to apply for my 10th year fucking thing. Cause I don't oh, know is this that. your 10 year? It is my 10 year. So well, you out. just get it. Um, so obviously, you guys have to. Well, we've done it, yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, you, I mean, for the thing, you have to like be there so I can. Yeah. Oh. We can do our little. Oh, no. Off to see the wizard. Piece of shit. Fine. Kevin, um, will you be there for absolutely me? Absolutely, I will, yes, buddy. I, can, of course, can, I will, will you, too. Will you be working Fest Friday? <laughs> yep. I was hoping we could we could partner up again. No, I'm sorry, I gotta work that day. Cause I, cause, but, long story short, vacation bids, and but, I only had I only had two days I could take. I couldn't but, take an extra day. I know. I'm sorry. But I'm sorry. But you're already doing your thing. But I'm sorry. Yeah, no, but, it's Friday. but 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 it was really fun. But, it was, was fun. I was really looking forward to doing it this year, but I guess I'm not. I'm sorry, buddy. I could only I only had two more days left that I could bid off, and uh, those I took. I figured the weekend was more important because the the sun the last Sunday is the day that they do the thing. Uh, the last Saturday. I it's think one of it's those. sixth Sunday. Is it the weekend before? Yeah. Well, I'll be there that weekend anyway. So yeah, mm-hmm. fine. Yeah, I know it's not last weekend. They've got a bunch of other shit they're doing. That I'll be there both weekends. So, weekend, so the okay. last, second to last and last weekend. Okay. So either, either way. Yeah, we'll Good. Do. Hopefully, if not, I'll just if you if you don't if you're not actually there to accept it, they still fucking give it to you. Yeah. Oh, okay. I just, that's an accomplishment for being there for ten seasons. Just saying, ten consecutive seasons. Yeah. So, I mean, you guys have already done it. I know. Yeah, I get my fifteen in two years. Fifteen. <laughs> well, I, <laughs> <laughs> I do, and I think you're more worthy of your tenure than I was. I don't think it's worthy. Come on, we. I we did the. I worked like twice one year. No, that's right. I. I just barely qualify for my tenure. Just barely. Well, I've been selling mead for the last two. It's gonna be like third year selling mead. Yeah. So. Well, no, like it was the it was the first year Kevin was um, was uh, manager at the stocks, and I felt really burnt out and hurt from some of the backdoor politics that had happened around all of that. Um, 
And so I just, I chose not to show up and I showed up for him a couple times because he asked and that I was it. So I'm like, I get the, remember that year. Yeah. I, I barely get my 10 year. I'll be honest with you. A lot of the shit from the stocks kind of all blurs together unless it's a sure. very specific fucking moment. Like our first Mormon show, the, uh, the king, the, the town crier and the prince that we put up there. That was a fucking, that was my first year. Yeah. It was my first year cause Jade was still there. Uh, yeah. Um, obviously our last couple of our last shows of the seasons, yeah. especially the last few years, we had some pretty good end of the year shows. Amanda, <laughs> Amanda that we didn't know was Amanda in 2014. Uh, yeah. And then other things that I remember that unless there's like very specifically somebody there, I can't remember what year it was. Sure. Like making fun of the guy with the Subaru tattoo. <laughs> That's right! Oh my god! <sighs> that was twenty. That oh. was that was twenty fifteen because that okay. was the year Izzy was supposed to uh, keep me in track in case I went off the handle on somebody, and she was like borderline. She was like, "I was about to like cut you off, but you cut yourself off." Uh, Kevin's shining moment with a Bell cosplayer. Oh yeah, that was fun. That was good. Yeah, that was good. That's very good. Uh, Love that we got that on video. Did we do two takes the of that? Two, the two spells I cast with the wand. <laughs> <laughs> Move your arm and Accio slut. <laughs> One of the greatest moments of my entire life. Uh, yeah, those were fun. Those were fun. Actually... And then, then the one year that we did the uh, like the guy that was in like full start, like they're trying to be like funny with like their oh we're in Star Trek uniforms, this we're gonna try to ruin their show, and then we totally fucking schooled them, and then turned the show into a complete like Star Trek fucking wasn't it? Did we do like a Virgin off or something? We like did, that? yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then I did, when I did the the fleet when you, the running down the deck, and then I changed it to Starfleet. I was like, that's pretty good. Anyways, we're just reminiscing now at this point. <laughs> yeah, this is yeah, this is probably, you can probably even cut most of that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was just talking. Three, three old guys sitting at the bar telling how they used to be cool. <laughs> War stories. <laughs> Back in Nam, stationed in Da Nang. <laughs> Back when the stocks had people on it. Um, I don't think anybody on it. Accio slut. <laughs> Anyways, anything else to? I think by the time this uh, well, when this airs, my bad film, batcher is the A team in space. That's all I got. Yeah, there is that. <laughs> uh, by the time this airs, uh, the, the the coming Saturday will be when my the film festival, uh, Z Fest Film Festival. So tomorrow's being premiered at nine o'clock at night. It's uh, the very first one. I don't know if that's good or bad. But uh, oh, you look like you had a reaction to something. I did, but we'll get to it. The Z Fest Film Festival? Nope. Oh. Bad it's okay. badge? Nope. A fart. Yes, a fart. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, so I'm scared and excited and nervous and oh, I don't know. Uh, anyways, so uh, yeah. So they're doing Friday and Saturday, the 4th and the 5th at 7 o'clock and 9 o'clock. If you want to buy, you go to ZFest.com. And there's tickets there. Um, again, ours is on the 5th at 9 o'clock. It's the very first film. And also, Nathan, I, th- we, I talked about this last time, too, is Nathan Block is uh, the guy. Who, he, his film is also at the 9 o'clock on the 5th. So, anyways. Uh, it's the Nathan Block. It is the Nathan Block. It is. <laughs> no, that was good. <laughs> like I said, I don't know if it's good or bad that our movie is first, but 
I hope it's I, I'm, I'm picturing it's like a speech you know they always say the most important parts of the first part and the last part because that's what people remember that's usually what you remember in auditions too right so I'm hoping yep. the same thing with the film festival that the first and the last mine's first and Nathan's is last so oh yeah good uh, I hope that, that that holds true so anyways uh, yeah uh, that have been that'll be it, I guess, for us. Then uh, this has been best threesome ever, episode one hundred and twenty-eight. We Brett. really like ending these ones on sort of a. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's, uh, it's a Minnesota Hold ending. Hold on. Hey, you got anything to plug for a winner as you? Uh, not yet. Oh, okay. Sorry, I just wanted to make sure we got that though. Oh yeah. <laughs> In case there was something. All right. So we can do this again because I got the other part. All right. This has been best threesome ever. <laughs> Third ending, best threesome ever. Well, try that one more time. Number f- let's go for number four. <laughs> I was going to keep going. Number four, best <laughs> best threesome ever. Episode one hundred twenty-eight, brought to you by Heroic Goods and Games and Jaybird Wines. I'm Nick. I'm Rob. I'm Dust Rag Underwear. <laughs> and we will see you next time. <laughs> The views held here by the nerds of Best Threesome Ever do not directly reflect the views of nerds everywhere. 